Hello, Esther Deborah here, and this is Agape Love, Love is Here. This is one of the many video sections of the ministry of Pastor Deborah, helping people the Lord's way. Please enjoy the video, and we look forward to you coming again. Pastor Deborah hopes you enjoy hearing about how she has learned how to help people the Lord's way, and have her many wonderful spiritual experiences throughout many, many years of helping people. Welcome again to a video of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries. This is Pastor Deb. Love always and forever. Hello again, Nigeria. Since I talked with you the last time, we have added two more nations to the Master Class Initiative training on leadership. Uganda has talked to me, precious man named Moses, who has a small following and gathering over in Uganda, and a precious, precious man from Bangladesh asked if I could help them. So I'm telling both of them to follow the master class initiative classes from Nigeria. I think every one of them will be helpful to all these nations and the people to help improve themselves, improve others, and and improve their nation. As you know, this is Pastor Deborah of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries. And we're beginning class number two of the Master Class Initiative of Nigeria on the section called Leadership Development. In last class, we talked about how and if you are a truth seeker. And why that was so important to begin with. Excuse me, my computer is doing these weird things, so you'll hear some noise. I'm going to stop the tape because I want to read something to you that helped me in my truth-seeking. Okay? Then we're going to get on to class number two. Okay, I'm back. I want to leave you with these two scriptures, even if you're not Christian. They are words of wisdom and knowledge that will help you in this journey of becoming through self-discovery that you are a leader. Your spirit is the one who is to lead. It's to lead the spirit itself. Your soul, all your feelings and thoughts and emotions and all your decisions from the realm of the spirit and then get your... Oop, my computer's making that noise again. Old Java wants me to update them, but I usually don't do it. And then for your soul to get your physical body's appetites all of its lust and desires under control. That's when you become disciplined. But let me read to you a couple things that helped me 
So I kind of knew who I was dealing with, what I was going to have to be doing. Proverbs 25, 2. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing. So now we learn that God's conceal things to us. But the honor of kings is to search out a matter. So he's saying, become a king. Become like King Solomon. Go searching. Your spirit is a king, a prince in waiting. And it is your honor and duty to search out things. Deuteronomy 29.28 The secret things belong unto the Lord our God. So there's some secret things you don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Pastor Deborah had to go digging for them like an archaeologist. Had to become that deep truth seeker. But those things which are revealed, shown to us, we learn out of the Christian Bible. If you look at nature, it reveals things to us, talks to us, it speaks to us. Belong unto us. That knowledge that's there, the secret things of the spiritual realm to help us be a king within ourselves and then a king and to lead others. Wait till you study kings, what they're really supposed to be. We all think they're leaders. We've seen a lot of bad ones. But that's not the image and likeness that we are to have or that we're talking about. And even these secret things, if I keep bobbing, I'm looking at my notes, that we discover they belong to us and our children. So you can pass on both generational ignorance and generational wisdom of secret things. A lot of families pass on secret things to each other. We see that a lot in the maybe the occult world, the families that are your shamans, your medicine people. They pass on to their own children, their knowledge. Yep, you can pass it on. Family to family, you can even pass on ignorance. And you can pass on discrimination and racism and greed and coveting. Yep, you can pass everything on to your own children even without you knowing it or even without you even trying and this goes on forever unless we put a stop to it so that we may do the words of the law there's things we have to learn that will help us obey law so those two things were very helpful to me when I was beginning my search and I was becoming a truth seeker I realized there were some things that were hidden from me I had to go digging deep and ask a lot of questions now we're going to get to our class 2 
Excuse me, but I'm trying to look at you and turn my page. Leadership, class number two of week two of the 12-week series of Pastor Deborah of Agape Love, Love is Here for the Masterclass Initiative. This week is how disciplined to search are you? If you want to become something you're not, if you want to discover who you really are, if you want to find those truths on how to become a leader within yourself, spirit, soul, and body, how to help others, you're going to have to do some work. You're going to have to discipline yourself. Have some self-control. You're going to have to give up a lot of things, even people, activities, pleasures. Mm-hmm. Things that you are just doing now. What I want you to do to begin this process of asking you yourself how disciplined, how self-controlled, how serious are you about becoming a leader? I want you to take maybe a couple of days, maybe a week. Now, I want you to write down every activity that you do. The time you get up. How long it takes you to get dressed, get ready. Have your breakfast if you eat. Then what do you do next? And then what do you do all the way till you get back in the bed? How many hours you sleep? Remember, we all have the same amount of hours. 24. Every single day. Once that hour is passed, you can never get it back. You can't make it up. It's over with and gone. We all have seasons. We know that in our lives. We have rainy seasons, dry seasons. Some countries have four seasons. And Once one season is in it, like I'm coming into summertime right now, I'm not in winter. I won't be back in that season for many months yet. There's change going on all the time. Things are in transition from one time to another. The earth is always turning. It doesn't stop for you to catch up. It just keeps going. Time is here on this planet and it does not stop. We, we know that there's new days, new weeks, new months, new years. We're going to be celebrating the end of one year and the beginning of a new year in a few months. Time is, un, is one of those things we are all under. You must learn and look at your schedule to determine how well do you manage your 24 hours. What are you doing with it? Does each hour of the day help you to find these hidden secret things of leadership is that hour you just spent on social media talking to your friends how does that help you become a leader of a nation how many books are you reading how many leadership videos have you watched how many words have you looked up in the dictionary 
How many times have you practiced improving your writing, your speaking, learning another language? Have you improved your looks, your professional looks? What have you done with the 24 hours? Those of us who found out, I did early. I found out that the man I was working for, this heavenly father, this God, was in a hurry to help people. His heart had been breaking for like nations and the people that you are a part of. But he had to wait for me to grow up. He had to wait for me to read the books. For me to study. To discipline myself. To be a a one who would ask him questions after questions. After more questions. Watch more videos. Watch more movies about this. Study the history of the nations. Study the history of wars. Study, study. I got very little sleep. And then I, to even turn my sleep over to him. I don't use an alarm clock anymore. I say, wake me up. Sometimes he wakes me up in the middle of the night to pray and intercede for you, for your country and your nation. Because you're on a different time zone. Do you think the enemy, the spiritual enemy, do you think the great dragon of greed and corruption sleeps when you sleep? No. He doesn't have to. He's a 24-hour spirit. People have dreams of being rich, powerful, being on the A-listers, walking the red carpet. People, Some people barely sleep at all, going after their dreams. Some people like to sit in their pity parties. I work with victims of sexual abuse. That happened in childhood and they're now 50, 60 years down the road. And they're still a victim. They still allow what happened to them back then to control their lives and their feelings. They're not healed. They've wasted their entire life. They couldn't help anybody. They couldn't show there was hope. Just think what you can show the next generation if you rise up in righteous leadership and you show them we have a lot of people that we look back to and their lives a lot of their lives weren't pretty we know that they had some rough edges to them but most of the people were in a situation for the long end how long are you willing to sit like Mahatma Gandhi and not eat to free your country of the colonial powers without protesting and rioting and just sitting there but did you know Mahatma Gandhi was a lawyer trained in England did you know that did you know the study the history of Ingl- uh, India, it was trading with the Romans. They had spices and goods that the Romans wanted. The Romans would come down the Red Sea, around the coast, and carried by the winds. And they'd bring gold to India. Trade has always been powerful. You have something that I want. 
I will give you something of value for what you have. Then what happened? I'll tell you some history real quick. In your countries that I'm talking to, Nigeria, Uganda, Bangladesh, you had a history before the colonial powers showed up. What was it? Was it a land of peaceful, righteous laws? Was it tribal and wars? People fighting to control land and people. Did you have slavery back then? Before the colonial even showed up? Yes. Did you have wars against warring villages? Yes. Did you take slaves and rape the women? Yes. All nations did. Were there any public schools? Hospitals? No. Did you have any government except what was in the tribe? Did you have warring? People that wanted more territory and wanted to be some king and would go and invade another camp? Another village and rape and pillage it? We all had that. So don't blame the colonial powers for your situation. They came in, offered trade. We'll give you money. For things you have. You have elephant tusk. Skins of leopards. You have gold and resources. And you have people. We need slaves to work our plantations. You had sugar cane. So they came in. And through the lust of the hearts of those ancient ancestors. They sold even their own people. They were the first slave traders. Your own people were. Slavery is not anything new. Being dominated by a more powerful country, a nation, and people, it's nothing new. We've all been there, all been in those nations. One side was more powerful, more disciplined, more determined to get what it wanted. So you have to go back and you must learn, study the history. Don't blame the colonial powers for your problems. You had problems before they came in. You just now put the problem that it's their problem. So, okay, they leave your country. Now what? Now you got corrupt leaders. They rob and steal and rape the land and the people and they leave the poor. And you don't like it. I wouldn't like it either. We got it right over here in America. We got some of the most corrupt, criminal politicians in every state, every level. Judges, lawyers. We got family members abusing their own children. Have you got that there? We got unethical religious people. They abuse their members, steal their money. Have you got that? We have it right here. Because their hearts are in darkness. Their hearts are corrupt. Their hearts do not love their neighbor. But if you're going to be a leader of your nation, you must become disciplined. You don't think those leaders that you don't like, they went to college. They finished high school. They learned to read and write correctly. 
They learn how to dress and talk. They learn how to be a international communicator. They disciplined themselves. They had a goal in mind. They worked for it in their childhood, teenage years, their young adult lives. They didn't waste it in bars, doing drugs and alcohol. And if they did, they got pulled back and said, that's not what you're created to do. Some people we know are leaders in sports. Let me tell you a story about, maybe you've heard about him or not, Michael Jordan. When he was in high school and college, he used to go into the gym by himself and practice shooting and running and shooting and running. Nobody watching. Because he was determined, disciplined. You must discipline your physical body. You cannot eat what everybody else eats. Drink and do drugs. Stay out all night. Have sex without marriage. Be raping children. Staying out, hanging out with the bars and the friends. You can't do it. If you want to become a leader, you must discipline yourself to search for the truth. And you're going to have to start with yourself. In this class, how disciplined to search are you? I'm asking you, how serious are you? How much does this matter to you, to other people? When I knew the Father wanted to help people around the world, He went around looking for people who were crying, begging Him to help people. My tears were for multi-generational Satanists, the most severely spiritually abused and held in captivity spirits you could ever find. I cried for them. I never went to sports games. I barely watched the normal TV shows. I would cry and cry, God, help them, help them, please. They don't know they're in darkness and ignorance. Help them, help them. Send somebody. Change them. I would cry. I went through an experience called the Valley of Tears for months. Do you cry for your nation? Or are you just angry? Do you cry for people that need help? Do you try to search out the reasons why they're poor, why the land isn't working? Why are your politicians and leaders corrupt? Why would they sell out their people and nation for gold and send the money out to other countries for their own family? Why would they do that? What was their training? Would they learn that in school? Was that taught by others? Where did they learn that? Did their mama teach that to them when she nursed them at the breast? Is that what their father taught them? Is your heart breaking for the condition of your nation and the people? How many tears have you cried? That's what I did. And I would go, I'm sending you, Pastor Deborah. I go, no, I'm not qualified. I don't know anything. 
I was coming out of mental health counseling. I didn't know how to help these people. But he picked me because of my heart. God does not look at you, at your status, what caste system you're in, male or female. He looks at your heart for people. He hears if you're crying for them. And he will pick you. But I wasn't ready to go. I knew nothing. I had years and years of education I had to have and training and attacks and experiences. But I knew he was in a hurry. So I picked up. I became disciplined in my life. I became disciplined in what I did in my 24 hours. I barely slept. I was in a hurry to study and learn because people were waiting for me to help them. The land is waiting for you to free it from its subjection and slavery to darkness and evilness. The people are waiting for you to learn. They're depending on you to be disciplined in what you do. They can't help themselves. You know that. The little ones can't do anything but cry and look to you to help them. And what are you doing? Just wasting your days? Hanging out with friends? Not reading and learning? Selling people in brothels? Are you a pimp or a prostitute? Maybe you're just trying to make money any way you can. How about do you are you willing to give up smoking cigarettes if you do? Change your diet. Are you willing to not do most of the things you're doing in your life? You want to become a leader, you must change inside and out personally. Your whole life is going to change. Your desires and what you like will change. Your friends your activities that give you joy, you will no longer be interested in what the rest of the world loves and enjoys. You may never go to a soccer game again. Ever. may not have any joy in it, ever. You might take that money you use and go buy a book for a child who can't read. You might never hear a lot of thank yous from people. You may just get a kiss on the cheek. But that is what a leader does. We're going to study kings and shepherds. So that's leaders. So you can you self-discipline yourself? The word discipline means self-control. Can you self-control yourself? Let me see if I can pull up my... Um, it means to train or develop by instruction and exercise, especially in self-control. How well do you take instructions from mentors? Do you even have a mentor in your life? Sometimes I have to spank little butts and tell them you can't do that if you want to get where you want to get to. Learning to become a leader is self-discipline first. 
So are you self-disciplining? How disciplined are you for this search? Can you begin with yourself? Can you look back at your nation's history? Even study your own families. Excuse me. History. Takes effort to uncover. To find those secret things. Even about yourself. Are you willing to do it? Not even to get paid to do it. Not to even have a job as a politician or a leader. You can help people without being paid to do it. Once you seek getting paid for it, the greed will rise up. Corruption is right there at the door. Unrighteousness is waiting to come in. And then the dragon will come. He is drawn by your greed. Go back and look at some of the men. How about Nelson Mandela? Do you know what? A lot of people lift him up. He was a lawyer again. Trained from England. Why does everybody want to go to England? Because of the Protestant, Judeo-Christian religion is there. That loves people. They are educated. They have a rule of law and order. And a system that brings civilizations into order. Now they're not all good people. But that's why you love us. We speak good English. We've had science. Well you have science too. Your countries are just lagging behind. They can catch up. But it takes education and schools. And stretching your brain. Thinking into the stars. And believing there's Star Trek can go there. How come some countries are going to the, the moon and Mars. And the International Space Station. And you guys are still back where you are. What is wrong? Your brain is capable of doing it. But it must learn from childhood. Must be read to. The parents must be involved in educating you. Why is your nations still developing and not considered a developed nation? Study. But this class is going to be kind of short. Got many things to do today. Is how disciplined, how serious are you? First, start with yourself. Be willing to look at you. Where did you learn what you know? Where did your beliefs come from? Where are your ideas that go around in your head? Where did they come from? What voices are you listening to? Who's important to you? Your friends, the social media? What news outlets do you watch? What is your political philosophy? What do you believe about government, law, and order? What's its purpose? Those are all separate items you have to study. 
You haven't even yet studied what a king is. A king is a shepherd, but he's a warrior. But he's also a judge. And if his heart is not led by a righteous God, with his righteous law and order inside of it, not led by the flesh and the lust of the eyes for greed and the lust for money, when you lust after money, you are spiritually serving a God called mammon. And you will do anything to get it. You will promise anything to some unknown stuff if you could just have the riches. The Illuminati, they are the light bearers of secret knowledge. You know that, right? They can, they learn secret spiritual knowledge that you don't know. So they rise up in power behind the scenes spiritually. Mm-hmm. And they use spiritual things. You know that. Some of you have done it. You've gone to witch doctors and asked for a curse against somebody that's hurt you. You've gone. Some of you gamble and you're going after luck. And you'll sell anything to get money. Some people sell their children just to get money for the rest of their family. Did you know that? So we're going to have to take some deep diving into your own heart. If you want to be a leader. Because it's easy to be an unrighteous, corruptible leader. We got plenty of them. What's hard is to be a righteous, humble, fair and balanced leader. A king who is a shepherd. A watchman. A warrior when he needs to be against the spiritual enemies and if you have to rise up as some countries do like that happened in world war ii against a powerful religious and spiritual enemy the nazis because you have to sometimes good has to rise up and fight in the flesh Everybody comes from families that are icky, got issues. Didn't have my mother was mentally ill most of my life. You think I grew up in a nice family? It was a military family. We didn't talk. We had a code of silence. My mother's a chain smoker in the house. I was sick. My father ate and nibbled candy. My brother smoked. All three of them are dead. My brother had ended up with mental illnesses. My mother had Alzheimer's. She had unforgiveness and bitterness. Somehow I survived. I survived by seeking peace and the word of God. I would walk to church by myself five miles because I knew that's where I had to be. Oh, I got off the path. But then God spoke to me and said, Get off that path of sin and get back on the path of righteousness. We all get off. None of us have good beginnings or good families. Some of you may not even know who your mother or father are and they're gone. And you feel like an orphan. Well, I'm here. I'm a spiritual parent for your spirit. 
A lot of people come from that. And they don't let that stop them. Don't let anger, bitterness stop you. Put it aside. You can't change it. You can only change yourself. So this class is to ask you the question. How disciplined are you to search? The search is going to require time and energy. Disciplined. You're going to have to forget some friends and say goodbye to some activities. Are you willing to do that? You're going to have to read and study and write. And you're going to be looking at your own heart and your soul and your attitudes and your beliefs. And you're going to have to change most of them. Because they can't carry you into righteous leadership. And you have to decide, do you want to be an unrighteous leader? We all have those in our countries. We don't like it. They're corrupt. They bait and switch us. They lie to us in the front. And they live secret lives. And they think they are the master race. If they got in that position. Now they went to school and got educated. They worked hard. Very disciplined people. They didn't live the lives that you live. They didn't go to the bars and uh, sell women and children. They don't do that. They stayed in school. They sat under mentors. Most of them stayed in church. All kinds of faiths. They lived different lives than 98% of us. And then they end up at the top. And then you see the real them and the corruption and they steal your resources out of your land. You can't even talk to the wind yet. Can you talk to this water? The land? The viruses? Can you call down COVID-19? I can. It's a virus. A spiritual king such as Pastor Deborah can speak to that earthly virus and the spiritual thing behind it and tell it to die and overpower it with the spirit of life and my authority and dominion as a king. Can you? Probably not. Because you haven't even discovered you got a spirit yet. It needs to be separated from your soul and then taught. You need a Hebrews 4.12 experience. Just ask God for it. It's where he takes his word and he separates the soul ties, the bonds. He does a spiritual circumcision of your spirit and cuts off the flesh, the dark veil that's covering it. So his light can come in so it can discover the secret truth you want to see what a corrupt leader looks like go watch the movie the lord of the rings when Gandalf the white after he had fell into shadow comes into the land of Rohan and there is the king and he ain't in a good shape at all. And there's the worm tongue sitting next to him, whispering in his ear. This guy looks horrible. And saw and Gandalf the White takes off his cloak and bright light shines out. He's 
points his staff, and he calls forth the wizard, the white wizard. I think his name is Sauron, not Sauron, but can't remember his name. And says, I'm going to draw you forth as poison from a wound. This wicked white wizard, the supervisor, leader of Gandalf, was in this king. And you go look at the movie. He looked horrible. That's the condition of his spirit. And he had that little worm tongue. There's a little demon spirit or a human just whispering in his ear. And this king was useless. So a spiritual deliverance and healing had to be done on that king. So he could take his rightful place. And when you're dealing with corrupt leaders, that is the scene you need to look at. So Gandalf the White had to draw out that other spirit and kick him out. And you see him do that. And you start seeing the changes that occur to the king of Rohan. And you can see, he says, my dreams have been dark lately. Because he was in a dark place. Wasn't even near. And the spirits of those leaders you don't like, that is how it is for them. Now you can't do that when you're just what you are. you got to get at Pastor Deborah's level. Well, you can do some work. Like Gandalf the White. Bad things happen to leaders. To powerful position. The enemy that you don't like. May not even believe. He will be drawn to you. He will try to take you down. If you try to rise up. But then he'll try to tempt you. And he'll try to give you exactly what you want. But you must serve him. And if you won't serve him. He'll try to find something in your ancestors past. And he'll overrule you. Knock you out. And he'll just run the show through you. That's happened all the time. He's looking to see if you got any lust of greed. Are you serving the God of money and gold? Do you just want power and glory to walk that red carpet? He's looking at what your desires are for being a leader. And then if you have the right desires, he'll tempt you. Try to pay you off with money. Give you trinkets and gold. And then he's bought you. Happens all the time. lot to learn. So this one, class two, is how disciplined, how serious and dedicated and self-controlled can you become to become a leader. I'm going to tell you a story about one of the great leaders and kings of most people know about King David. When he was picked to be a king, he was a young teenager. He didn't look too good. He was out in the shepherd fields with the sheep, smelled. He wasn't even considered one of the sons of the father. He was the runt of the family. The black sheep, so to speak. And when Samuel, the prophet, was told, go out there. God told him some wonderful things. I want to read it to you. Let me find it here. Let's see here. He says, The God said, told Samuel, 
Look not on Daniel's outside accountance, his appearance, or how tall he is, or the color of his skin, or his statue. He was a young teenager. Don't do that. King Saul, okay, that's how he was. He was the tallest of his group. For the Lord sees not as man sees. For man looks on the outside. The outs, what you look like. The family you were born into. Where you got your education. What caste system you're in. But the Lord looks on the heart. Remember there are two kings out there. Trying to get you to serve them. One is righteous and one is unrighteous. One is trying to get you into, they're both trying to get you into leadership. Because that is the rule and the law of this earth. That there must be nations, there must be leaders. There must be leaders who are kings, they're warriors. They are judges, they are shepherds. They're to manage the resources, to help the people, care for the nation. Well, there's a lot of rules about that in the Old Testament. They're to be educated. They're not to have many wives. They're not to have a lot of horses. They're not to be there for the goods and the stuff and the trappings and the money. That's not the reason they're there. So you have to study both sides out there that are trying to make you to become a leader. You're seeing most of the bad stuff. Okay? And you don't like it because your spirit won't. Your soul won't even like it. It might say, yeah, well, if I become one of them, then I get all that money and gold and live that life and get to travel the world and have anything I want. Yes, you can. But everybody will look at you as an unrighteous leader. Because you're serving greed and you will have summoned the dragon. And you will be serving him. And not your people. So enjoy this tape. All of you in Nigeria. In Uganda. And Bangladesh. I hope all of you come back again. For class number three. Let me see what it's supposed to be. I got my notes right here. Digging through. The ancient books. We're going into history. Well, how does that help? If you don't know where you came from, the history of yourself, your family, your nation, you cannot help it move forward. You go watch the Lord of the Rings. They talk about the third age, the first age. A lot of times people are sleeping during an age. We had things called the Dark Ages. We're all light. And, and then we had the Renaissance age. The age of reasoning. Ancient stuff is important. You learn about what you were supposed to be. How far you fell from it. And all the different civilizations and how they tried to slowly get back to it. You learn about your nation. You study its history. Where the people originally came from. 
maybe Africa. All these places were a part of some one land called Pangea. Where'd you come from? Which of the three children of Noah did you come from? Shem, Ham, or Jephthah? Hmm? Do you believe you came from any of those after the flood? What is your country's story about the flood? Why was there such a flood? What was the earth like and the people like before the flood? Who can you trace your ancestors back? Back to Adam? Back to Cain? Can't do it to Abel. He died. He was murdered. How about Seth? How did we get all these nations? Well, there was something called the Tower of Babel. The people were told, go spread out over all the earth. And they wouldn't do it. They wanted to make a name for themselves. Ooh, that's not good. And they wanted to build this tower to heaven because they were. T- it was really Satan behind them to make a name for himself on earth and build his kingdom. And God came down and looked at it and said, Mm-mm, their hearts are not right. I told them to spread out. So I'm going to confound their language. I'm going to make them babble to each other. So that's what he did. Great biblical movies to watch. In Islam, the Quran is all the Old Testament. Did you know Allah didn't show up on planet Earth till 600 years after Christ? Christ didn't show up till humanity been around thousands and thousands of years. But the Egyptians believed in gods helping the kings. The kings were to go into the underworld and fight chaos for their nation. You can learn a lot by our ancient ancestors about being a leader. There's a lot of good ones, a lot of bad ones. So right now I'm just asking you, how disciplined are you within yourself? Your spirit, I know your spirit's ready, but your soul must submit to what the spirit wants. And when your friends call, Say, come on, let's go out. Let's have fun. You go, can't do it. Working on something. You'll feel left out. Maybe you got to get off all social media. How many hours a day do you play? Do you spend playing games on the internet? What do you do in the evenings? Wander the streets looking for a girl or a child? In some countries, you know what they believe? There's so many men with AIDS. They believe if they have sex with a little child, they'll be cured. So they rape a little innocent child because they got a disease from sex. But they don't want to change their behaviors. They want a fast cure, but it ain't working. How many of you are involved in mafias and gangs? How many of you sell drugs or pimps? You're going to look at your life. You're going to have to ask yourself some deep questions. Number one, how disciplined are you? How much self-control can you put on yourself And your lust and appetites and desires. Can you get off the social media and the games? 
Can you not do drugs and alcohol and smoke cigarettes? Can you not have sex with children, boys? Can you stay at home? Do you even know how to cook? Can you clean? Do you take, make your bed when you get up or just straighten things up? Do you wash your own clothes? How often do you take a shower or take a bath? You're going to be looking at yourself first. You're going to look at your activities, your concepts, what you believe, why you believe what you believe, where you learned that, who are your teachers. Who have you put yourself under to be your mentor? Who are you looking up to, to learn about? So take this time. Ask yourself those questions. I'll come back again next week with part three, class number three. But until then, be happy, learn and grow. This is Pastor Deborah, and I love you so much. Father, protect them. Help them to do what they need to do to become what you desire them to be. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening and watching this video. It is an honor and a pleasure to have you stopped by today and watch. This is Pastor Deborah, and I hope you come again and watch many, many more videos and learn and grow spiritually and hear how she has helped people spiritually the Lord's way for many, many years. Come again, watch another one, and we welcome you to be a subscriber to the channel, to make comments, and if you wish to contact Pastor Deborah, please email her at her email address for the ministry at Pastor Deborah at agapeloveishere.org. You can also see these videos on Twitter and on the website in the many different sections that they are put into. Enjoy, and it was once again an honor to have you watch and listen. Thank you, and come again to another video of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministry, a ministry of helping people the Lord's way that Pastor Deborah has been doing for many, many years. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah.